good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Today's nugget of truth comes from James chapter 4. The Bible says in verse 1, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lusts that war in your members? You lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Verse 3 says, Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Continuing today to take a short journey through uh, the scriptures regarding uh, prayers that God will not answer. I have referred in previous podcasts to a book by the man uh, named J.R. Miller, James Russell Miller, and his book, The Hidden Life, uh, has a great deal to say about this particular talk, topic in one of the chapters. And we've taken, I've taken a little bit of time to be able to try to illuminate a little bit what he's getting at here, because there are actually most of the time when God readily responds to our prayers that when we lift them up, we can be confident and assured that God is going to take care of whatever matter is on our heart. That's why he constantly encourages us and solicits us to come into his presence and to bring our praise and our burdens to him and our requests, knowing that he is willing to hear. But the great thing about our God and what we have noted here recently is that he doesn't have just the willingness to hear, but he has the wisdom to know what to do about it when we pray. Uh, Quite frequently, our prayers uh, are answered right away. And there are there. It's a wonderful thing to see his hand so obviously made manifest in our lives. Yet there are actually times when it seems like he doesn't answer in a timely way or in a timely fashion, at least on our timetable. And this really shouldn't surprise us, as I've mentioned, because uh, if we really, if we really take a moment to examine our finiteness, our limited. Uh, understanding. It shouldn't surprise us that our selfishness, our sinfulness, our simplistic way of seeing how events unfold in life can sometimes give us an improper perspective on what God's doing. We know that God has power that is beyond our understanding in his ability to be able to arrange all things. It's beyond, I, I, I can't fathom this. I just can't imagine uh, the wisdom of God in in uh, uh, um, symphonizing or harmonizing all the things in life to make them bring about his perfect will. I'm such a simplistic person. Uh, I really don't have that ability to see. But God has that power. Uh, his holiness is perfect. His wisdom is complete. His plans and his purposes for me are uh, they, they encompass everything that could happen in time and space. And so our confidence then is not in God answering every one of our prayers just like we prayed them, uh, but really it's in God hearing those prayers and determining if, when, and how best to respond to those prayers. So if God is truly who he says he is, and we know he is, if he's truly our great father in heaven, if we're truly his children that he loves, we can be absolutely confident 
that if he does not answer, it's only because he's got something better planned. I mentioned last time in the podcast when we talked about this subject was that there are times when it seems like God is expressing his love towards us, his goodness towards us through actual unanswered prayers at that moment. One of them I remarked on last time was uh, that James uh, uh, Russell Miller mentions is God may not answer our prayers when to answer them would be to rob us of a blessing. And I don't want to rehash this again, but it is uh, God does not want to cut short the, the, uh, the lectures and the lessons that we're learning through life when if he delivered us immediately from burdens and trials, then it would take away the important teaching he wanted to give to us through that on leaning on him better. And then today, another reason why God may choose to to, uh, 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 not answer our prayers immediately is this. God may not answer your prayers when they are offered selfishly. That's what James is talking about in James chapter 4 and verse 3 when he says literally here, you ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. In other words, uh, uh, um, it's especially true that when we pray to be relieved of suffering or when we come to the Lord in such a way that we account only for ourselves and we don't bring into consideration others in our prayers. God may not grant that request. God's mind, Miller goes on to say, is much greater than our own and his plan is much more expansive. Is it not our issue, listeners today, that my, unfortunately, my biggest preoccupation is with me? I'm my own worst enemy. I am the one that I want to think about all the time. That's why it's difficult for us to have devotional times and prayer times because it makes me take my thoughts off myself and put them onto God. But the reality is that I just think of myself. God may not grant my request. He always accounts for all of his children and and he will hardly is is going to do injury to one of his children in order to bless another. So, whether your prayers are knowingly selfish or ignorantly selfish, God may not answer them if giving a blessing to you would prove to be a heartache, a brokenness, and sorrow to another person. Uh, We're delving into things here. It's hard for us to grasp because understanding the absolute omniscience and all-knowing nature of God. If you think about it too long, it'll make your head swim a little bit because you're talking about how God interacts with people who have relationships and influences and things of this nature that he may delay or not answer my particular prayer when it is expended upon myself at the expense of somebody else. Uh, And that's what God is getting at when James wrote this particular verse. I mean, my identity is in Jesus. My whole person ought to be wrapped up in him. Uh, I want my heart to line up with what God's desires are. But sometimes I slip into that terrible, terrible self 
uh, self-absorption that I no longer am concerned about anybody else but myself, my self-love, my heart love, um, that, that seeks my own personal pleasure without regard for anybody else or any consequences that may follow. So James there calls out a very simple message, and it's applicable to our prayers. You got to wrestle through this at some time and make sure that in your prayers, you're not asking out of purely selfish motives. And now sometimes those are understandable. Uh, You know, for example, anybody who's wrestling with a terminal illness can certainly understand that asking God for either personal healing or the healing of a loved one, maybe it's a spouse, that's a selfish prayer request. I understand, but but it's one that's pure and righteous. It's not at the expense of somebody else. So we just tend to get off track when we put expectations on the Lord, on God to act in a specific way in order for it to be considered good and righteous and trustworthy. We want to make sure and understand sometimes God will delay or uh, fail to answer a prayer in the way that we would want to see it because it's asked in a selfish, self-absorbed way. That's one of the reasons why God may not answer our prayers as well. So when we're praying, James encourages us to look into our passions, to look at what, why we're praying, what we're praying, so that we don't, that we make sure we're not stepping outside the will of God Uh, And we are advancing our own desires rather than the will of God in our life. I'm so... I'm so easily blinded by my own selfishness, and so are you. I don't realize that sometimes in my particular prayer requests, I may be stifling a work of the Holy Spirit uh, that's working in a different way because I only want to see my the object of my desire without the universal viewpoint that God has so that I become more and more content to say, Lord, not my will done, but yours be done. Minimize my own desires and let God's purposes be fully worked out in my life. Why don't you pray that way today? Lord, not my will. I mean, I see things from one way, but Father, I want you to be glorified, and I want what's best uh, to God be the glory. Walk with the Lord today. Stay faithful to Him. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ.